Holly G with the Golf Insiders with one of my favorite guests, the one, the only, Gary Van Cynical from the Morning Read. How are things up in the great Keystone State, my friend? The great state of Pittsburgh, also also known as Steel Town. That's right. Well, it's, you know... It's a small world. That's amazing. You know what's amazing? It's amazing how little, how, how few miles I've put on my car. There's nowhere to go. You go to the grocery store. You go to a convenience store. You come home. Uh, I did go uh, play some golf the other day for the first time. But I've put no mile. My cars are my cars collecting dust. So it's kind of an odd thing. You're not going to... Uh blow that lease anytime soon i think that's good news for a lot of people out there with uh... that's right well I, what was the last time i went and filled my gas tank you know i mean you're putting there's a lot of days i don't go anywhere gas dropped below two dollars in that time frame what that's happened right. so i know I'm, so I'm doing painting some rooms uh but yeah i'd like to get out and work on my golf game and like everybody and get get back at it and try to remember how to play golf. It was a it was a weird time for a shutdown. We had an early spring in Pittsburgh and then next thing you know it wasn't it was winter again and early spring kind of disappeared into it was a it was a false early spring. It didn't last. So I wouldn't have really played that much because it was pretty uh, pretty uh, iffy weather. In fact on May 9th I posted a, a video on Twitter I posted a video of uh, we had uh, some snow, some snow flurries. So, welcome, welcome to springtime in Pittsburgh, May 9th. We had a little, little snow squall for ten minutes. Yeah, and I think that same weekend, I had some friends in upstate New York, which actually, who actually uh, woke up to you know, a couple inches of the white stuff. Didn't stick very long, but that's uh, very unexpected in May. That's for sure. It's it's annoying, you know, and. It's a, but it's normal. It's normal for the Midwest to have crazy spring weather. Probably as we sit around here, next thing there'll be a, there'll be one day next week, and all of a sudden there'll be eighty-two, and you're like, "What happened to spring?" We'll go right into summer, and we'll not really have had a spring. Spring was thirty-nine and snowy. Okay. Well, the good news is, golf is open across the nation. Um, I actually played twice last week um of course the course course the courses here in central florida have pretty much remained open um but now they're opening up across the state as well as in a you know num states across the country well, you know I've, I've been pretty uh bullish on us coming out the other side of this gary because i think you know golf you know and for various reasons in the past um, you know, we've we've taken our hits um, from the environmental side to, you know, a variety of things. But I think people are now uh, starting to see, especially during this pandemic, that, that golf's a sport, maybe they should check out. Something you can play, social distancing. What do you think? I think we're going to see a bunch of new players in this summer. We, we might. I think the big thing is 
look, you got 40, 50 people roaming around 200 acres. They're socially distanced. I will say it's a weird thing. I've driven by golf courses where they're, they're only allowing one person to a cart. And when you, you look at a golf course and you see four carts parking tee, and then you see four park carts parked in the green right behind them. It looks weird. It looks like a golf outing. But uh, I think, you know, it's on the upside, it's great that golf is back. On the downside, you're kind of forcing these courses to operate at less than 50% because, look, nobody – Nobody's got enough golf carts for everybody to ride by themselves. If you had a full day of, if your tee sheet was sold out, you got carts. You got enough carts for half of them. You don't have, you know, you don't have 180 golf carts. So they're forcing courses to operate at 50 percent, and that's not going to be uh, that's not going to be a way for these places to make money. At least they're getting some money in to pay some bills, but. You're not going to be profitable operating at 50%. So hopefully that's going to change one of these days. I don't. I don't think we've seen. Uh, I, I think the other thing that impressed people is that look, golf is outdoors. It's as safe as you can get, and the pains to which golf courses are going to keep their, everybody safe, I think have, have been impressive. You know, they're they're sanitizing the golf carts after every use. They're leaving you know putting those foam things in so nobody pulls the pin out like really do you do you really think somebody's gotten covid because they touched a flag stick but i don't think so but the but the point is we're, we're taking precautions so that doesn't happen either reaching into the cup you think reaching and touching the side of cup where you get your golf ball out you think you're going to get it that way well it doesn't matter they've already they've already uh figured out a way to do that so you, so you don't touch the cup. And paying in advance, using a credit card, you know, restaurant, you get, get something through a window. You know, they've gone to all the great lengths, and, you know, PGA Tour announced a bunch of stuff yesterday, how they're doing it. And they've really gone to extreme crazy lengths with charter planes and player hotel and all these things, the no, no wives and stuff and family at the course. They've gone to great lengths to try to bring, the, bring pro golf back and, uh, it's impressive to see how much they've done. I don't know if it's going to work if, if they're going to take off on schedule at Colonial, but, but they thought everything out. I mean, they've got pretty much every base covered that you could cover, and uh, it's almost it's almost crazy. But they've got they've got it covered. So good good for them, and uh, good for us that we're back on the course in in whatever fashion. Even if I have to walk, I'm happy to do it. Well, I tell you, I wish they could come up with a way to financially make this single rider thing work because it's fun and it's fast. And, you know, if they can get us around in three hours and double the amount of people going through the course, I'm all in because I, I miss the ability to just sort of play your own game. Plenty of opportunity to socialize, but, you know, I know you're – you're a walker. I grew up playing the game walking. It's hard to do that, especially here in Florida. Yeah, oh, well, I, I'm not really a walker. I got bad feet and bad knees, and I live in Pittsburgh where nothing's flat enough to walk. But, you know, yesterday I went with my son over at his club to hit some balls on the range, and the, the range has two ends, and one has you're hitting off mats. On the far end, you're hitting off grass. Well, we wanted to hit off grass. He couldn't get a cart to go down there to the far end, which – in the past, you can get a cart to go anywhere. You can get a cart to go to the putting green. 
like, no, we don't have enough carts to go around. We're only people who are going on the golf course can have a park cart. So we had to walk. I mean, it's like two par fives down to the other side of the range. But we did it because that's that's the way it is. Uh, that's the new normal there. You know, and talking about single single rider carts, this is a great time. I, I'm sure you tried that product out at the merchandise show. Sun Mountain Sports has that fin cycle. Yeah. It's... It looks like a motorcycle. And you're, you kind of sell your bag on this thing. They fun. are the most fun things to ride. And they're single rider, and they do less damage, obviously far less damage in the golf cart to the turf. And if there was ever a time... Those are would be ideal, but except, of course, these courses have been shut down. They don't have money to buy these things. Uh, you know that's the problem with the with the economy shut down. Nobody's got money to to do anything like that. But uh, they are in the right place at the right time with the right product. If they could get people out to, uh, if they can get get some courses to have enough money to, because they're not cheap. Just like golf courses, are, uh, golf carts aren't cheap. Yeah, they're fun to ride. And they're the answer. You get four of those riding, and everybody's having a blast. And I've done it because I've um, worked with uh, a company called Golfsky Caddy, and there's another one called the Golf Board. Those are stand-ups. They're sort of like segways for people who have used a, a segway anywhere in a town, uh, where you mount the bike, you know, the uh, bag in the yeah. front. And you know, I think courses need to also open up their thinking because the reason a lot of these uh, alternative vehicles have not, you know, gained more traction is the courses are just so afraid from a liability perspective. But, yeah. you know, uh, again, sign the waivers, you know? I mean, I think the, the more, it's it again, it makes the, the game more fun. I think we've just gotten to a place where, um, you know, the old two-seater card is not the end-all, be-all. Yeah, and... And you said it. You got if you're in a single rider, you, four four people in their own carts or their own moving vehicle, they inherently are going to play faster than four guys, or four players in two carts. You got to go to one ball, you go to the other ball, or your two shots are in different directions. You got four people at their own carts; they can go wherever they want, and when it's their turn, they can be ready to hit and, and move on. So. They do speed up play, and they're fun to ride, and they do less damage. I mean, there's no downside, uh, at least in the fin cycle thing. I, I, I think as far as risk, I mean, they're just like riding a little motor scooter. Any Anybody, even an 85-year-old, can do it. The Segway ones, the stand-up ones, I think there's a little, uh, little more element of risk, uh, in, especially someplace like Pittsburgh where it's very hilly. I don't think those probably would be as good here. But they're 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 also fun, and again, they solve the problem of space play and going to your own ball and, and getting around. But again, you gotta the club has to suck it up and spend some money on that and take a risk and get people used to used to trying them out. And people don't want to change their habits either. So I don't know. Golf is a you know an older population in general, so the hard to get an old dog, hard to get us old dogs to try new tricks but man those fin cycles are i i, lo I would love to play teen holes on one of those yeah they're they're very intuitive fairly lightweight and, and pretty easy to um maneuver i i agree very very fun uh speaking of fun we've been talking uh on a number of segments about the upcoming live events for charity on sunday this sunday um uh, 
the uh, event happening at Seminole, the tailor-made driving relief uh, for COVID-19 to be followed back up uh, May 24th, Capital One's Champions for Charity at Medalist. Exciting to see two very private clubs, Gary, that, uh, you know, average Joe doesn't normally get to see, let alone play. Yeah, I think that's the big draw here because as far as the match goes, I don't know how excited anybody is about who's going to win the match, but I think a lot of people are like to see Seminole. I mean, I thought if, you know, PGA is having problems with the uh, Harding Park and the California out there, they're, they're now talking about they are thinking about considering alternative venues. You know, if you're going to have a golf tournament with no fans, you can now pretty much go to any course you want. Agree. And that that would bring that bring that would bring some place like Seminole into play, or Pine Valley, or uh, Myopia Hunt Club, or Bandon Dune. The course at Bandon Dunes. You know, there's nobody out there, anyways. Uh, small population. You could play there. You could play at Sand Hills. All these courses that people think, oh, wouldn't it be great if you had a major major at such and such course? They could do it right now if they're not going to have fans. They sure could. You know, the infra- infrastructure is what keeps a lot of courses, uh, you know, plus the length. You know, my, of course, you would find out that Myopia Hunt, uh, Myopia Hunt Club is probably too short. Pine Valley is way too short. Unless it's windy this weekend at Seminole, they're going to find out that Seminole is too short for Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. I mean, it's just these guys kill it. Uh, they're going to overpower the thing, but I'm sure Seminole's got other defenses. It does sit on the ocean. Hopefully, there'll be a big breeze. Yeah, there'll probably be wind. But these guys are, uh, you know, they may it may be a showcase for how obsolete how obsolete the today's distance, you know, is. These guys hit three woods, three hundred yards, and that's you know thirty yards longer than the average driving distance in nineteen ninety seven. So, uh, golf has changed, but it's fun to uh, it, it's just it'll be fun to have some golf on TV. I. I thought golf made a mistake by not coming up with these events a little bit sooner. I, I like the European Tour. I don't know if you've been following. They've done a couple, uh, at least one, and another one scheduled. They've done some uh, simulator golf tournaments with some of their players, which is a great idea. And it was fun. I saw some highlights of it. It looked like it was a lot of fun. So I think this is what golf needs to keep the interest up. And uh, I think a lot of people are going to be more interested in seeing Seminole than in seeing the match itself, but, uh, and I think the cool part, the other cool part I really like is these guys are going to be carrying, walking and carrying their own bags. I mean, we've never seen that. We've seen these guys wearing shorts on practice rounds. We've never seen them carry their own bags. It's going to be like watching a college match. So that might be the, maybe the really coolest part of the whole thing. I couldn't agree more. Gonna be awesome. Two Sundays in a row of live golf, and then we return to the PGA Tour for the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial June 11th through 14th. So that's what we keep doing week to week here at the Golf Insiders. Gary is keep that interest up, keep the keep the hopes up, keep uh, golf alive in the midst of. Uh, the coronavirus so well that's why we keep writing stories at morning read that's why i keep occasionally dropping remarks on twitter at carrie van sickle at twitter and uh we're all we're all hanging in there because we're let's face it we're hooked up we're hooked on golf 
that, that's just the bottom line. We're all hooked on golf. And uh, we are lucky indeed to be in this industry and, and part of uh, this golf community that continues to give back and hopefully to uh, millions of dollars that are going to COVID-19 relief. So as always, we appreciate your time, Mr. Ben Sinico. And I'll let you get back to uh, your honeydew list. I'm, yeah, well, I think I'm going to try to sneak out and play golf today. We'll see. We'll right. see. All right. We'll chat with you soon. Catch out, catch all, right, all of you. Gary's columns at morningread.com. Thanks.